Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo. Woo! The tea is hot, 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 honey. Due to some scheduling notes and programming since Crappy Lake has ended, we are going to be combining our episode with headlines and Orange County for this episode. We have a new slew of programming starting in September. We'll have Salt Lake. We'll have Southern Charm. So we'll adjust accordingly. So just kind of bear with us here. But for this episode, we are leading you into the Labor Day weekend with a lot to talk about. But before we talk about Red House, because we will talk about it, let's talk about Orange County. I know I feel like it's like, people are gonna be like possibly fast forwarding through this. But Orange County still matters. Uh, It's just not as uh, groundbreaking right now. Um, Okay, let's uh, let's talk about just let's start with Shannon and Heather sit down for a heart to heart. I do feel as though Heather was kind of pinned out as being like the main spread of the gossip falsely. I think that Shannon's telling everyone they're all talking about it. I don't think Heather was saying anything worse than what Shannon was telling the other woman. No, I actually believed Heather and her apology and even with the fake tear that Shannon alleges that she had a fake tear or whatever. I don't know that I want to give Heather that much credit for her acting yet. Sorry, Miss Tubro. But I do feel like she had genuine intentions in that. And listen, Shannon, you're drunk dialing everyone talking (laughs) about all your problems. And in the flashbacks, I don't think she said anything out of turn. Like, I think if anything, a lot of people are just genuinely concerned about you and your relationship and something feels off here and you're directing your anger at the wrong thing. The thing you should be mad at is John Jansen, in my opinion. Right. (laughs) But that's just me though. I don't know. And let's misdirect our anger at Gina. Like, and it's just like, it, it is very, this is very textbook Shannon, but I do feel like you can't always be the victim. You can't always have a health issue. Like at some point you have to face the music and it's getting really old and tired with her that it's the same thing over and over and over. And I appreciated some of the women like just really not giving a shit when she was having her mini health freak out um, at the table for the fall party. But um, okay, let's, before we get into the fall party, do you think Heather and Terry called the paparazzi uh, they were yes. at, at Disney? That's weird. Why are you at Disney without your kids? I, well, I don't know. I mean, there's people who enjoy Disney. They are not adult Disney people. They are not. I don't know. Who knows? My thing is, I do feel like they called it. I'm with Teddy Mellencamp here. I'm not from California area, but very rarely in our nearly five years of doing this, have we like posted pap shots of the Orange County housewives in Newport um, Laguna, like that area. 
So to me, it feels like you had to call them there. There wasn't like a scandal type situation where they like went exactly. to them. Yeah. So yes, a hundred percent they called them. I they I wanted agree. the news and the headlines with the house, like the sale of the house. Like yeah, they want to be like the publicity of it all. And I don't think Terry cheated on her. Like I really don't. I oh I, I don't, don't either. Think- I don't think Heather would stick stick around for it. She is a very successful actress. Check out her IMDb. Um, I'm being a little sarcastic there. But no, I don't believe. I actually, there's few times like when you hear about a cheating rumor, you're like, ooh, it could be true. I really don't believe it there. It's also, it seems very random and out of nowhere. This isn't like a Kyle Mauricio where it like, it recirculates every like nine months. Um, so I get wanting to like squash it, but like planning the paparazzi was pretty stupid. And, and you could just like so cheesy. And, and it like, was really forced. So like, like pointing <laughs> in the air. I'm like, okay. But. I just like, I don't buy it for a second. I think they just want to brag about the sale of their home and it being the third yeah. highest sale in history of Orange County. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I get that. Like, I would, I would be flexing too if I had yeah. that oh, kind of money. Oh, $55 million? Like, that's a shit ton of money. Um, I do also think the whole thing was staged where they were leaving and then they walked back. Like, he just signed. He signed. Oh, that was like so staged with the Altmans. Okay. I do love a crossover with our million dollar listing agents. But yeah, with Heather and Josh there, like, clearly that was not, they yeah. weren't breaking a wall there. Like, hold on, hold on. I'm like, this is so stupid. Um, but yeah, congrats on the sale of your home. I, um, all right, before let's go, let's get into the, um, the fall party, which was really, um, interesting watching them try to carve pumpkins. Carving pumpkins is a tough thing to do. I don't even do that with my kids. I, we paint pumpkins in our house because it's much easier. And I just, I personally would get so frustrated in the carving of the pumpkin and in not being precise and exactly what I want that I would give up and I would ruin it for my children. <laughs> I would not I actually, make it fun you know, for I, them. I take that back. The Boy Scouts, um, one of the things they do in the fall is they have like a outdoor pumpkin carving thing. And I was so thrilled that my husband had to do it with my son um, and that it wouldn't, wasn't going to be in my house because it is gross, like getting all the stuff out. Um, but so they did carve some pumpkins last year. But otherwise, yeah, we paint them. Um, because it's a lot easier. And what are you going to do? Give a four-year-old like those tiny little knives that oh like doesn't gosh, even get horrible. through like half of the pumpkin. It's yeah. So carving pumpkins is really hard. I I mean, I did not expect these women to be very good at it. And they were, they were having some fun with it. I appreciated that Gina was like, I'm not going to wait on Shannon. We're always waiting on Shannon. This is getting old. And then Shannon comes in all frazzled and she's swollen and she was getting, you know, just a IV of vitamins. I'm like, girl, you, you probably have too many vitamins. You know, like that woman made headlines uh, like a little bit. She died from drinking too much water because she drank I heard like, about this. like 100 ounces of water in like 10 minutes. Like there's like a, there's a truth. To like everything's good in moderation. Even things that are healthy, such as water. Yeah. You have like a hundred ounces of water in a 10 minute span. You just like flooded your body. Um, so Shannon's issue might be, she has too many vitamins oh that my she's gosh. forcing in there. I also just found it very interesting. And Gina shared this in her confessional. So Jen, it comes out that Jen shared, you know, had gotten together with Gina. We saw that in last week's episode. They had gotten together and she shared, Jen shared what Shannon had said about Gina to Gina. Then as she's telling Tamara, Tamara's like, wait, what? I don't remember. Like, I don't recall that. that. Child Protective Services was not brought I, up. I'm like, girl, how either you were super hammered, which was possible. They were doing tons of tequila shots, but 
based on when we saw the, like when they do the flashback of the conversation, it was like everyone was zeroed in and focused on John and Shannon. Like it wasn't like everyone was talking and it was a side conversation. Like to me, I'm like, no. Well, and then Tamara starts explaining it to Jen, like what happened and all that. And I agree with Emily and Heather and Gina and that like, that would be a really random thing to pull out of thin air. Like, to the child protective services part and the whole story itself. Like Shannon's like, I wasn't talking about it. It's like, okay, so Jen just randomly. And then what did they say? She might've Googled you. I don't know. And it's like, okay, Shannon, do you think Jen's like, I'm going to Google Gina's arrest. And even if she had, she's not going to bring it up. Like it was just so obvious that they were lying. It was annoying. And like, it didn't even make sense. I, these are the moments though where I'm like, can we just cut to the reunion and see them playing the footage to Shannon? Like you said it and you did say, Child Protective Services was going to come. And then, of course, my Queen Emily, who's the only one with a law background. Because I like how Shannon's like, well, they ha- they were going to arrest you at 10 a.m. And she's like, well, how do you know? Are you like, you know, are they calling you to let you know? And I like how Emily's like, it was a bench warrant. They wouldn't have come and taken her away. They would not have taken away her children. Like, it's kind of like if you have an outstanding parking ticket. Like this, you know, like you think you've got it fixed and paid for it. They're not coming into your house, dragging you out of your home and taking away your children for like a $55 parking violation. Just next time you get caught, you're going to be in a shitload more trouble and owe more money. But yeah, she's going to go on her. She needs to go on her apology tour a la Ramona. She's having a little bit of like Ramona right there. Like, I don't remember. I have to admit in arguments with my husband, I have a bit of Ramona where like, I'm like, I didn't say that. I think that's more like in a moment of rage because then they'll be like, but you said blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, then I did. You're probably right. I, but you do have moments of rage, but like to say that Jen Googled it, I get you're embarrassed. You brought up child protective services. I think, and I could see personally myself, if I like drink too much and I brought that up, I could see possibly lying in a big group and be like, I didn't say child protective services, but I might've, I would have owned up to the fact that like I brought up your arrest and we were talking about it. Jen is exaggerating what was said, but you did get arrested and there's truth to that. And I think I, she could have left it at that. She also could have just said, I'm sorry. I had a lot of shots at that point. Yeah. If I said that, that was low of me and I'm very sorry. Like I just, at the end of the day, have a little accountability, Shannon. Yeah. Then the conversation took a turn. So, you know, she's denying all of it. And then we get into penises again. And what's with this is Tamara. This is Tamara's thing. Like they're trying to like, let it go. And Shannon's like, I won't talk about you or your boyfriend anymore. And Tamara's like, well, what about the penis? We we should just get it all out. It's like, oh my God, they do love penises. It's like something they always talk about. It's like little like pubescent, pubescent, I can't say that, pubescent (laughs) teenage like boys who are like giggled by like Like hard ons and boners. And they're just like laughing at the penises and so they get into this discussion about everyone's penis size and Travis's like penis size. And I'm just like, this is so I do think ridiculous. there was some truth to the, the fact that maybe it's not a big penis, though. Because she was like, his penis is just fine. Like, she did kind of, like, make, like, a smirk and smile in her confessional about it. Um, but I also mean, it does the we- goods. It's also, yeah, like, I th- also think it's weird that, like, Shannon was like, someone messaged me about it. Who is... I mean, there's some crazy people out there, but I don't I mean, think we get people... some interesting DMs, but never have I mean, we gotten one about someone's a... penis size. No, I mean, maybe, maybe we're putting it out there, Abby. Now yeah. our, our DMs are going to be flooded. You know what? I feel like there's something about OC. It's like the season of dicks. Like we've just talked about 
penises so never has the word penis been used more on this podcast no seriously since this season of oc lots of penises lots of dick pics and i feel like it's not over like i i think this is oh it's still yeah diamond crusted penises i mean that was mentioned there too so (laughs) pivoting from the penises but when i wanted to get your take was gina's confessional towards the end of the episode she basically makes a strong statement that shannon needs to go to rehab How do you feel about that? So I think she was trying to possibly say it in a way of like when she goes to like get her like not necessarily meaning for drinking, but just for like things in life, like she needs to go to rehab for her behavior. But I do think it was hinting at her drinking. And I, I, again, I don't know, but like there's a lot of drinking to the point of memory loss going on with Shannon. And that is a red flag. Um, And we've seen drinking be a little bit of a problem on several housewife shows. Um, but yeah, I do think that is going to be something again at the reunion that's going to get brought up and I could see Shannon just going, she's going to lose her shit. I would lose my shit if I were, if I heard that, I do feel like Gina, yes, what Shannon said was low, but saying that also wasn't great either. I think if anything, she could say instead of rehab, maybe control your drinking or like yeah. reevaluate your relationship when you're in with therapy alcohol. or something yeah, like that. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that was like I would. I kind of would get while well, Shannon's gonna get you know some sort of receipts. Oh my god! I just realized they're gonna have dick pics at the reunion. Penises. Oh, Do you think that's god. gonna be part of like the decor of the reunion? They should just have phallus. Yeah, they need to have like diamond crested penis Shannon. I feel like Andy's going to actually really enjoy that. Like I could see him really leaning into it. Um, I as well. I as well. Well, that wraps up OC. On the second half of this episode, we will talk about the reunion that's filming next week and some questions on that. But we're going to take a quick ad break. I want to talk to you guys about Vaya. So you've heard us talk about this before, about how to kind of, you know, get yourself out of a little bit of a rut with their amazing product called High Love. So have you ever thought about mixing aphrodisiac herbs with THC? Well, Vaya Hemp Company is the leading brands in the hemp and CBD industry and sells an impressive range of award-winning products. High Love is re-engineered to invigorate blood flow and uplift romantic experiences. Pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC helps the High Love gummies work their magic. Uh, I think the best thing about this is, you know, I actually have enjoyed a lot of their products um, and I've talked to my friends about, um, I love their dream products. Um, I do really love high love. Um, you know, V and I will definitely um, be very open with the fact that we both have tried it um, for what it was intended for. Uh, so, but what I love about it is depending on where you live, it, THC might not be something that you can get easy access to. And Via Hemp's Cummies can be purchased in all 50 states and shipped discreetly to your door. Um, so if your mother-in-law is picking up your uh, mail, she won't see um, high love aphrodisiac combining THC all over the box. That could be a little mortifying. Um, so uh, definitely you guys will want to check this out. I will say, I think the longer you're married, uh, you can, I don't say like get in a rut, but you're trying to find things, uh, spice it up or make things a little bit different. And, um, definitely recommend both you and your partner trying the via, uh, high love gummies. 
Um, also, I just want to mention that they are medium strength THC. I know sometimes people get a little bit concerned about like how intense these are. Um, we've used all of their products and I've really enjoyed them and have had no um, issues or any problems with it and I've taken them multiple times. So go to viahemp.com and use code realmoms to receive 15% off and one free sample off any order. You must be 21 or older to buy it. Again, that's viahemp, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code realmoms to get 15% off. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code REALMOMS, and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code REALMOMS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery and Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit cccpg.org. 21 plus, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only, void in Ontario, one per opted in new customer, minimum $5 deposit, max match $100 in casino credits, which require one times playthrough through seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. You guys, Woo! I know you all want to hear about Rad House, but there's been a few things that we have to discuss before before yesterday's just crazy. Woo! Before moment. the bomb dropped. Okay, since we just talked about OC, let's talk about the reunion. Reunion is filming next week. Um, right now, when depending on when you're listening to this, it's basically filming right after Labor Day. So we're gonna get back to all of our regular watch what happens live. Andy's basically back off break. Um, so be on the lookout for some teasers. Tamara was on Jeff Lewis's podcast and hinted that she's going to be going hard on Jen, which of course, why not that she's not as sweet as she seems and is going to call her out on it. And I mean, the gloves are up. I just, again, just makes me laugh that basically Jen got bamboozled on coming on the she house. She brought on just to get like beat up by Tamara. Yeah. I mean, essentially like a, a punching bag and it's just funny to me, but I I'm here for it. I like Tammy Sue. She's messy, but she's fun to me. So I'm here for it. What um, do you feel like? What are your predictions for this reunion? Um, I, I think Jen is going to get I think Jen's going to get beat up. I don't think, I actually don't think she's really that much in the wrong. I think a lot of what Tamara's saying is probably going to be things that aren't that big of a deal. And she's making them a big deal because that's what Tamara does. But Jen is not equipped to go head to head with Tamara. No one is. Like, I would say, like, honestly, the only person, there might be a few, but NeNe Leaks could tear Tamara apart for sure. Um I don't think Vicky could. I mean, we saw it happen. I actually think like Tamara destroyed Vicky in a reunion or two. Um, 
Sonia wouldn't, I feel like would not even be able to Ramona, maybe, but she's kind of terrible in those situations. I just feel like no one's really equipped to handle Tamara in these type of environments. And she's going to get beat up. I think Shannon's going to have a really hard time. I can see that when the footage is shown that Emily, Heather, I see Emily, Heather and Gina, a little bit of Jen forming their own little group and alliance to help each other through the reunion. Um, I would be shocked if those four aren't like sitting together on the couch. I don't know the orders. I would imagine, I would imagine it's going to go Tamara sitting by Andy and honestly, maybe Shannon, but I feel like they should be on the same couch. So I don't know. This will be, uh, the seating arrangement will be interesting to me, but I think it's going to be, I think it'll be a really good reunion. I mean, I think we've never talked about OC with this much excitement since maybe starting this podcast. <laughs> wow. Mike. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think Shannon is going to be more in the hot seat than Jen. I think Tamara is going to come with some huge allegation, some bomb drop that she's going to do at the reunion. Tamara is a veteran. She covers housewives. She's got her own little playbook and I would not be surprised. I don't know why I'm talking like football terms, but she's gonna, she's not gonna fumble. She is ready. Touchdown <laughs> city for Tamara. She's gonna touch down with her strike, whether you agree with it or not. So be on the lookout for reunion looks, people getting ready. So we'll share those as soon as, as we see them come up. Um, next up is Atlanta. So there's been um, tons of rumors regarding Atlanta. There's been two phases of these rumors. One, initially, it was the entire franchise was gonna get a reboot a la Roni. And then the second headline is that it's not going to be a full reboot, that only two or three of the OGs will return next season. I would assume that that would be Kenya, Candy, and Sheree. Also, production has received death threats, um, which is a bit much, y'all. Like, I know you guys listening you guys you know, are the, you're, yeah. you're the same kind. Yeah. But that is like wild to me. I'm like, okay, that's not cute. That's not a cute look for anybody. No. And I also feel like people go, if you go too crazy and too hard, hard they're going to take it away. Like no one's going to want to work on the show if you're part of production and you're getting death threats. I get like, we love our housewives. I get it. I would never take it to that point um, of threatening anybody. Like it just seems, it seems a it's, it is, it's very extra, but it also just seems like, why? Like, why are you that upset about a recasting? Mean, it's crazy. So, and Kenya has been very vocal on social media, particularly Twitter. She's not been very happy with her edit. Um, she's upset that her hair spot didn't get shown. She's just kind of, she's upset by how her storyline was portrayed. Um, so, I get that, though. I would be really pissed if, like, every single thing Candy does gets frontline and center, and Candy barely shows up for half of the group stuff. And Kenya's there, does the work, shows up for everything, and then her hair thing, like, her launch of her hair spa is nothing but, like, a 20-second B-roll on her, like, update footage yeah no 100 percent. i i totally get that yeah eric fuller he's a showrunner on it and what that essentially means as showrunner from a production standpoint it's like their lead like producer who has relationships with each of the housewives he posted on his social media says i'm not an editor i don't make casting decisions i don't choose what scenes make it or not if you're going to come for me come for me with what i'm responsible for so again the fans need to simmer down. Um, then there's rumors that Portia is playing hardball with Bravo to her return. Um, she wants the check. She wants a large check. So 
Ooh, but she lost. also left during a key part of her life. Like I get Bravo being like, yeah, you're worth it, but you left when you would have been really worth it. So we're not going to give you like, give us something before. But we also give she you. went on ultimate girls trip. And like, so I don't know. I, yeah. I say pay Portia. I think pay. I mean, listen, we brought back Tamara. Why not the same thing for Portia, in my opinion? Like, pay But do her. you think Tam- – I don't think Tamara was, like, holding out for the highest top dollar. I think Tamara was thrilled to come back. I'm sure she negotiated, but I don't think – I don't know. My th- I guess my point is, like, it sets a precedent that if there's something you don't want filmed about your life and you're, like, a key part of a franchise, you can just not come back for a few years till the dust settles, come back in, and then get a shit ton of money. I think the difference is that there's a still an interest in Portia. I, I don't think that approach would work for every housewife, I guess. Yeah. What I'm getting at. I think Portia, it's probably more the exception than the rule in this situation. But here's my take, and then I want your take. So for Atlanta, I do think they need to cast Jacob. I don't think they need to redo the entire cast. Sorry, Sonia. I think you need to. I know. I'm happy for you. I want to hear about your baby, but I, yeah. Maybe be friend of. I don't even know if she's worthy of friend of, honestly. Just like show up at some of the parties. We'll see you there. Yeah. Um, I think Sheree, and honestly, I think Candy needs to be friend of. I think she basically is. I mean, Candy is, I, she gives us a lot, but she gives us nothing at the same time. I feel like that kind of sums her up. It's a housewife to some extent. I say, um, keep Kenya. Uh, keep Sheree. I definitely think keep Marlo. I think there's probably a lot of chatter on whether or not Marlo should be friend of again versus full member, but I think she'll fight for her peach. Um, I don't think you can demote her yet. Like, I mean, she just worked so hard to get that peach. I just feel like let's give her a little bit of a chance. Um, Yes. Let's give her a bit of a chance. And truthfully, I don't think it's fair for people to say that she like ruined the show and, yeah, some of yeah. her attacks, it was extra and much. I think Sonya Drew with ruined her. it more than anyone, honestly. So, Drew, let's even send with her the to Tampa. I, I, like, yeah, even with the storyline, I'm like, I don't care. Like, you can go. I'm okay You with can it. go. So I feel like, so basically, Abby and I's recommendation is to get rid of Sonya and Drew, bring back Portia, and maybe we'll have, like, some and other Kim. new peaches. I think friend of Kim Zolziak Bierman. Yes, I'm with you on that. So We'll see. I think our Atlanta peaches are going to be just fine. I think it, listen, if OC can make a comeback from the shit show, the hell years that we all endured, I think there's anything possible for Atlanta. And I also want to say Atlanta hasn't been like horrible to watch. It's just been, yeah, it's been a bit boring. I would say mediocre, mediocre, but it hasn't been like, I'm, I, it's like painful. It wasn't OC unbearable. Like, exactly. it really, you know, I mean, like OC got bad, like really, really bad. I mean, let's not talk about the COVID season, but yeah. yes, it was real bad. So I think our peaches with the, the right modifications, I think we can get it back on track. I think, you know, I mean, they're going to deliver at the reunion. Everyone knows their pink slip may or may not be coming. So do you whew. think they should do, try to do what Roni originally was going to do and have a legacy and have a reboot? Cause there's people that are already like casting this reboot. Of like women they want. I honestly don't think so. I think. I agree. I don't think so. I say that because I think there's so much still to tell with these women that we have. And I don't think we've there for Atlanta. Um, So I'm going to say no on that. 
I, I agree. I, and I also don't think we just like every time like a franchise has like two mediocre seasons, I don't think that means reboot legacy. Like I think we need to try to shake it up a little bit. I, I do think bringing back some of, you know, bringing back Portia and a perfect world, you find a way to bring back Nini. I do feel like I remember, and somebody's probably going to DM us. I do remember me saying, I don't feel like we miss Nini when the season where she joined in late, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think Nini as a friend of would just reinvigorate the entire franchise. Oh my gosh. But I feel like sadly. With the, no, that will never happen. I, I yeah. doubt it would, it's never going to happen. And I don't but, think she wants to. But we're manifesting even an yeah. appearance. Cynthia Bailey will probably make an appearance oh, yeah. here or there. Cynthia, she, you, know. you know, she's got nothing else to do. She's, she's She'll make an appearance. So <laughs> let us know your thoughts on Atlanta. But regardless, I think our peaches are going to be fine. Uh, let's talk about Bethany. Oh my God. I almost have like went on live and ranted about this podcast episode. Oh, I I love it when Abby gets activated. So get, get ready y'all. So there's so many things. Okay. I want to preface by saying I actually liked Bethany in the beginning. I really, yeah, I really, so when Roni first came out, obviously Vanessa and I were like in college, we were young and single ourselves. Um, and I just love the idea of this single person trying to start a business. I love that she did it. She made a big name for herself. And then like, she shared a lot of her life. I resonated with her as a single mom, her talking about all the struggles, like everything. Like I, I truly, truly, truly loved Bethany. And then she came back and it just became like her ego got too much of her. Like, I'll never forget the episode or the part of the reunion where they were talking about Bobby's funeral with Jill Zarin. And they were like saying something like they thought Bethany did it just for the cameras or whatever. And they're like, well, all of us were there. And I just heard the way her face was. She's like, but they didn't want the vid- footage of all of you there. They wanted me. And it was just like, okay, we get it. You think you're bigger and better than everyone. And then she went on um, Danny Pellegrino's podcast, like two and a half, three years ago, maybe. And basically like shit on every podcast and made it seem like she has no like special privilege or treatment. And she's like, I mean, I have no problem booking talent. I don't know why podcasters complain about that. I was like, you don't know why podcasters complain about booking talent. You are a talent for most podcasters. So yeah, you're going to be able to get, you've been on Shark Tank, bitch. Like you're going to be able to get people to come on your podcast without any issue. And you're saying it to Danny Pellegrino who built himself up without connections as well. And like probably like worked harder than any of us even like know about to get these people on his show. So it was just like, that frustrates me. So I'm going into this episode like, oh God, here we go. We're going to hear about how great Bethany is. And she's just so condescending and dumb and like doesn't even listen to what the like argument is when she was saying like you know people are saying i just did it for the clout that's what podcast is you, podcasting is you're only going to be number one if you have clout clout or you like chase the scandal and then she was like maybe you guys didn't go to business school and i was like don't even try to explain it was just so frustrating listening to it and then she also made it sound like all the podcasters are just out to get each other and it's so cutthroat and no one's supporting each other and that's why like no one wants her on the top and they're just trying to knock her down. Okay. Not the case at all. Uh, you could go back and listen to some of our episodes are just strictly us promoting other podcasts. Shout out all about TRH. Um, we've gone on. Shout out um, to Judgy Girls. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, Bitch sash. Mixing with Monty. Yeah. Bitch sash. She Shout talks out. Bravo. Like it is such a community. Like everyone goes on each other's podcasts and promotes one another's podcast. Like it is not like that. Um. And I just, I think, yeah, the whole, this, the whole thing rubbing the wrong way and her whole rant about like how basically like two things can be true. 
Ariana can be like a like can be a victim, but also verbally abusing Rachel. I think she completely like negated the fact that like this was fresh off this affair. Oh yeah. Oh, also shout out to Dame Golly. Oh yes. Um, yeah, oh. sorry. I'm like making sure we're covering all the people that we've collaborated with. Um, but anyways, yeah, Bethany, it's like not today. I feel like if you listen to um last culturistas, you just had oh, a yeah. not today yes. um moment and just kind of like went off right there. I absolutely live for it. It's just really honestly, it's kind of I think because Bethany has brought herself down so much, yeah, it's been kind of gratifying to watch. Once you like hit that point, like you said, of disliking her and then just seeing her like she's self-destructing. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And so um, that's our thought on that. Um, and it, it also did about she's like, it seemed like a lot of people obviously agree- agreed with me because it was the number one podcast episode. You had Rachel on your podcast. You could have been talking about like something stupid like basket weaving and people would have tuned in because it was Rachel. Like it just... I think she's it's Rachel that made it number one, bitch, not you. Seriously. Like it's because we yeah. haven't seen her or spoken. Hello. I mean, you're smart, aren't you? Didn't you go to business school? <laughs> well, and also fact check. I mean, Rachel did say a lot of lies. Oh yeah. That. I know. Like, you're, she, are you like, not gonna zero... address that? Yeah. Oh, well, God. I'm glad we got that off our chest. So yes. now we can go to the moment a lot of you've been <sighs> waiting for. Is the broken engagement of Carl Radke and Lindsay Hubbard. You guys know we have always been Lindsay apologists to an extent. So you can only imagine how we are feeling um, about this. So this all broke yesterday. Yesterday, in terms of timing, depending on when you're listening to this, is August 31st. Um, Summer House. Uh, so there's been a lot of conversation and questions regarding the timeline and summer house and filming. So we're going to try to be concise and talk about this, but apparently it happened on Tuesday that they had broken up, um, that he broke up with her on Tuesday, which is the 29th. It got out and leaked out by the 31st. And today when we're recording this, um, depending when you listen to this, it's now September 1st. So um, questions about whether or not they film into after Labor Day. I think here's my um, two takes on this. One, uh, we did see Kyle Cook and Sierra promoting their last party, which I think was this the last weekend of August. Do they film into Labor Day? We've seen it before with Kyle's and Amanda's wedding. They got married in September. I also think we need to remember that they're filming way more in the city. So just because they had a party in the Hamptons and it was the last party doesn't necessarily mean um, they were completely done. But me saying that I do feel like they were done. Um, Carl allegedly had connected with production, had told him what was going to go on and basically allegedly blindsided Lindsay on Tuesday. She came home to camera crew and then Carl breaking up with her if that is true because this is all alleged um that is really low it makes me think that maybe carl never really loved Lindsay. like i i don't care how mad or upset you are with someone to blindside them with cameras in your own apartment just to call off a wedding to have it captured like and i get Lindsay's a pr mastermind and everyone's like she probably would have loved for it to have been on camera i don't think in that moment i think she would no. like i she shares a lot and i think she would have shared 
the the calling off of the wedding, but I think she should have been given the opportunity to decide like, does she want that part filmed or does she want a moment to like yes. know what's it's, happening? It's like that part infuriates me and I'm like, oh, fuck boy Carl is still in there. Yeah. And you know, I have have a couple different theories, but one thing I do want to point out a lot of there's been a lot of chatter about Bravo picking back up cameras and like is this like the new thing? Here's my hot take, and then I want your take, Abby. But I think after what Robin pulled, the stunt that she pulled with Juan and it not being discussed and going on Patreon, I think Bravo has then since recognized and say, listen, if this is happening while your season is filming and we get wind of it and know you're it, on contract. you're yeah. on contract and we're going to pick back up the cameras. I think this is now going to be like the new norm if things are happening with before seasons then released is kind of my perception because they want the money <laughs> they well, want yeah. the ratings and it's well, and about their lives it and be, it's reality tv it used to be like a way out like people be like well i'm gonna wait until we're done filming i'll break up and discuss it on the reunion but i'll give yes. myself you know six weeks or so to to breathe before i have to discuss it on the reunion and i, I do get it i hope it doesn't become like the president where we're always picking back up like it was supposed to end but now they're picking it back up three days later like maybe it should just be like cameras are on call like we'll wrap filming but cameras are kind of always on call in case something happens. Um, but until they figure out a way to like turn around production time, we talked about this last week, like they're going to have to do this because otherwise they're going to miss everything on camera. Exactly. It's all going to play out social media. Like I, I totally get it. Um, there were also some rumors that they fought a lot this summer and this wasn't the first time that they called off the wedding. Now we don't know necessarily if that means they possibly like called off an engagement last season um, because Danielle was like at the reunion, they were all kind of alluding to like, you guys aren't being truthful or there's things that we're not talking about. So it did kind of seem like maybe there were fights happening on camera that we weren't aware of or things were being said um, that we as viewers didn't know. But or off it, camera, they fought. Off camera, yeah. You know, but, but they filmed again that weekend and they're together again, like very yeah, one minute you're at each other's throats and the next you're filming yeah. at this party all over each other. Babe, like, yeah. I, oh God, like I just, I can't imagine an unhinged Lindsay like that. Like this is an oh unhinged, activated Lindsay. Like we will. Oh, I think it's going to be, I also think it's going to be sad. I, I don't think she's going to be. And I, I, I would, I think this I is know. it for him on the show. I don't think he comes back. I also agree with that statement. So here's, here's what we've heard about this alleged breakup. Again, we said she was blindsided. She came home to cameras, allegedly. Our understanding, too. So in terms of people thinking whether or not it's for publicity, um, Jim Waugh got a couple blind. She's like, can confirm Carl and Lindsay are done. His non-reality friends had no idea, even paid for a bachelor party in the next few weeks, even made sure people paid for the wedding. Um, the deadline to cancel rooms was two days ago. Literally, no one knew but the producers. Entirely on him. She's devastated. So I... Uh, listen, guys, I think I don't think our reality stars are I think they're savvy in the sense of being self-produced themselves in a sense. But I don't think they're savvy enough to like literally like blow up your life. Yes. In that sense of like yeah. that's devastating and humiliating. Well, and think- like fuck over a lot of other people. Like if yes. I paid for this trip, their wedding's in Mexico. It's not like it's in like new york and people are just flying it like i'd go to new york even if a like a wedding's canceled and have a weekend in new york all these people have trips to mexico like that's gonna be weird 
And do you, no. like, does Lindsay go a la Carrie Bradshaw on I her mean, honeymoon? I mean, oh my God, I would love it if the Summer House girls rallied around. Yeah. Like, That'd be real, actually, on that. really, that's a, that would be someone, I saw this, I'm uh, the original thought of that, but I saw that someone said that online. That would be amazing. But what I'm getting at is I do feel, yes, I agree that from a PR standpoint, they did play up their relationship a lot. They did make it seem like all things were rosy. They did jump at like sponsorship opportunities. You see them like hashtag ad for their date nights and all these things. I agree with that, but I don't, I think these two have known each other so long that I don't genuinely think that they're like, let's get together and have a fake PR relationship. And I'm going to propose to you. And then I'm going to um, call off this wedding and we're going to get engaged. I just yeah. don't. We're going to plan it in Mexico. You're going to have a bridal shower. Like I, I'm going to have my friends throw me a bachelor party. Like I, yeah, I, I just don't think, I mean, we've seen some lifetime movies like this, but I, I don't <laughs> think this is one of them in that scenario. So yes, I agree that they're, have been PR in our face, like babe and happy or whatever. I don't think things were as obvious, clearly as happy as they may have seemed. Um, why do you think he called off the engagement? What is your theories on that? Cause I've heard a couple. I hope he didn't relapse one. Um, but I do, do think they move very fast. I do get that they were friends before and they knew each other really, really well. And I do think that fast forwards the relationship. Like you think about like the first six months, it's like really getting to know somebody, what they like, what they don't like. But I think they only like just because they've been friends that long. I don't think that means like fast forward. What was it like seven months? We move in less than a year. We're engaged. Like I think it was very, very quick. I wonder too. He he barely waited a year into his sobriety before they started dating. So like there's that piece of it. I wonder if he just kind of felt like he was losing control. And typically when you are a recovering addict from something, the loss of control can send you into a relapse and a spiral. And so I'm hoping what happened was he felt like he was losing control um, of his life a little bit. Like it was moving really fast. The realization that like this was a marriage. They were going to be together forever. Did he really know her? Maybe she started drinking more and he didn't feel like he could be comfortable with that. Um, I just think it all like hit him really hard and he decided just to like call it off. Cause the whole like realization of how fast it was happening, um, was the case. But I, I do kind of wonder, like I loved them together. I would have loved for them to work out, but at the same time, it doesn't surprise me that it didn't. I'm with you. So I have similar is as I was processing it. I was wondering also thinking of his sobriety and whether or not he realizes as he's doing this um, that hopefully, and I'm really hopeful that he hasn't relapsed despite this as devastating and as shitty as this allegedly may have gone down. I do wish him well in his sobriety and his mental health and for both of them, any reality, yeah, anyone, mental well, any health, person. Anyone. Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if he is just wondering about his life and whether or not he could be with someone who isn't completely sober with him. Um, I am with you as well. I do feel like this would be his last season on Summer House. I, I kind of was felt that, you know, leading into this past season, it didn't really feel like he wanted to be there. He's really regimented in his lifestyle now and, and um, li sober living and all of that. So it just doesn't seem like a, the fit. He's kind of outgrown it. So I do feel like this could be his last season, but I, and maybe I don't he told know. Lindsay that I wonder if that was one of their fights. Like he said, like, after we get married, I don't want to be on the show anymore. And she was like, no, I do. <laughs> that's also, that's plausible. That's actually yeah. very fair. Like she could have wanted to continue to ride this reality train and he very well may have not wanted that either. So I think that's also a fair theory. 
Um, and I don't know. I just, I am shocked. I also wonder, and this kind of played out through my head, if he had done it on camera to force himself to fall through with it, to do it. Oh, that's a good point. Like if he did it on camera. Like if he yeah. would have felt like he would have backed out if he didn't do it off camera and would have moved forward. So he needed witnesses and they knew what he was going to do. That tracks. Yeah. To, to actually do it. I mean, it's fucked up. But that's just like in my head in terms of him I could holding see that. himself I mean, if accountable. Been, yeah. If they've been fighting a lot, maybe he's thought about it, wanted to do it and was like, I need to do this before it's too late. I will say, I mean, as annoying as it is for all the guests that now have this trip to Mexico that they can't get refunded, have already paid for, um, much better off to much, you're much better to call off a wedding and an engagement than to get married and get divorced, um, especially and like, have kids, have and kids. Like, and yeah, so I do, I do get that. Um, so but, I don't, I don't know. We haven't, so we also haven't seen anything official. No official statement have come from them. We, and a lot of people, well, maybe they'll make up, maybe they'll be back together again. Between us, page six, ET, we received. Page Sorbo. I'm just kidding. Yeah, page just, no, but directly we've seen people, we've received information, people affiliated with them that this confirm all of this. Um I also, what else, what else about these two? So Paige did comment. She's the first one to comment. She was um, at a Giggly Squad event. She didn't say much other than like, oh, the tea is hot. She said, I wish I could comment on the tea, but I can't. But there is tea. So. So, again, makes you wonder, like, what was the tipping point? Did something happen? Did Carl cheat either? Guys, remember. Carl was a fuck boy. Like, I mean, that's he's not an angel. Like, he's you know. not. I mean, he's reformed himself. But let us not forget the fuck boy and the shit he pulled on Jules and all the different things that had happened in his past. So, um, he's been since photographed. He's been seen. I, I would imagine he's going back to Pittsburgh to be with his family and probably will go into hiding. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen with their lavish apartment that they got. Uh, $10,000 a month. Yeah. yeah, $13,000 a month apartment. I bet he's moving out. So what do you think happens with Lindsay and the girls? Because we did see that they all kind of seem to like make amends this summer. And they were all like, you know, together in pictures. And it seemed like it was going to be kind of like kumbaya great summer. We're all going to be like friends again and it kind of got you excited about the idea of a wedding with all of them like at friends or friendly do you think i mean they're gonna have to pick a side essentially do you think they all pick Lindsay's because she's gonna remain on the show do they pick i'm curious. i think they're gonna side with Lindsay based solely based on the fact that he told her on camera yeah i think based on that i think i do think those girls don't like shitty men, man behavior, yeah. shitty behavior from men. Like I, I think they're willing to call things out as they should. And I think because of that differences aside, I just think that's a shitty thing, regardless if you like Lindsay or not, that's just a really, really shitty thing to do to someone. Um, So that's, that's my perception. What do you think? Do you think they'll rally? I think they'll rally behind Lindsay for a couple of reasons. I, I agree. I don't, I think they don't like shitty men. Um, I think Danielle being friends with Lindsay now, or it seems like they're friendly. I could see her saying to the girls, like, we need to be on Lindsay's side. She's regardless of who's right or wrong. She's the one who's the most hurt. Like he's the one who called it off. Um, I also think like, look, these, you know, these women are smart. Like give it to Paige. Who's making a shit ton of money, not even getting out of bed um, by being on a reality show, laying in bed all the time. Um, 
I'm that's just a little me being cheeky. I love Paige, but I think they're going to be like, okay, who's likely to return to the show and actually be a good storyline? It's Lindsay. So if we rally around her, support her, that's going to be better off for everybody um, for the success of the show. I also think a single Lindsay next summer could be very interesting. I also predictions for Lindsay. I can see her going a la Kate Chastain taking her frozen embryos and potentially having a kid on her own. I don't know if that would happen during her stint on Summer House. I but think she's it a year also, or two away from that, but I could but see But it, it wouldn't shock me. So yeah. a lot of other people, and you and I have called this out. I, I want to give ourselves credit because we've said this a long time ago, before there was a reboot, that Lindsay should transition off Summer House and move over to the new Roni. What is your take on that? I mean, we called this before Roni reboot. That's, yeah. Thought. So yeah, I I still stand by it. I, but I think even more so now. Her and Bren together as wing women, sign me up. Now, I also I, think they would be enemies. I don't think they would like each other, which would I, also be entertaining. But they're both really strong personalities and they they value directness and bluntness. So I could see them being like, you're a fucking bitch. You're a fucking bitch. And then like a week later, be like, okay, like, I'm sorry. This is why I did this. This is why I did this. Like, they're going to be very hot and cold, hot and cold. Um. I I think she'd be a cool addition to it. It would be something we haven't seen before. We've had people switch from different franchises, but we haven't had somebody completely switch from like different groupings of shows. Graduating from, yeah. as Andy calls them, the kids, even though yeah. it's like graduating to the big wigs, to housewives. I think it would be really brilliant, honestly. However, I would imagine new Roni reboot is about to start filming again. So if this were to truly happen, it's like... It could this, be the perfect storm. It would be, I mean, between now and BravoCon, it's like going to be the perfect storm. But Bravo, I just don't let's know. think she about would, that for a minute. Yes. BravoCon. So we're going to have, you think about all these exes that we're going to have. And I know you did like the thing of all the people that have broken up. But we're going to have Tom Sandoval and Ariana on the same panel. Like, you know. And they've been filming together. There's been a lot of right. chatter regarding that. They're not, well, they're not filming together necessarily, Ariana. But, but they're they at, same they're scenes. in San Francisco right yeah. now all together. Uh, I mean, she doesn't like film. Show. Yeah. Well, she said, she like basically said on Sheena's podcast, she doesn't film directly with them one-on-one, but they're things that they're both at because they're both on a show together. Um, so we've got that. We're going to have Lindsay and Carl. Um I don't we know. Won't the other have to wife. worry about. Yeah, I mean, Ralph will probably weasel his way in there somehow. Um, Mauricio will definitely not be there. I was mistaken about Danielle and Robert. It happened in 2022. He corrected me in our DMs, and <laughs> that was the fun thing to wake up to. Um, so that happened in 2022. But regardless, still sad yeah. about that. Uh, Kim and Croy won't be there. So no. I just think it's going to be interesting, though. Lindsay Austin. Like the whole oh, that yeah. dynamic of whether or not she's going to have her best friend again. Um, they will totally be a one night stand at BravoCon. I'm calling it. I mean, but think of also all the Southern charm drama. We're like between Shep and Taylor and Taylor and Austin. Like there's yeah. a lot. But I think Lindsay won't there. care. I think she'll just bang Austin while he, these women are all mad at them. I She's just, done it before. I mean, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Um, so I just think there's going to be a lot to be revealed. I'm really curious about her statement. I don't foresee a joint statement together, 
I see Lindsay making a, a PR statement to like Ella Dave Quinn or someone yeah. that she's Bryce Sanders. Shout out Bryce M-I-Z. But I can see her making a direct statement. She loves Gibson. She could. Oh, it. yeah. She also loves Gibson. So shout out to Gibson Noma. We love him too. So I could see her doing something like that directly. And then Carl, I can see him doing like, please respect my privacy, social media posts. And then he's going to go off the grid um, as yeah, much as he right possibly can. Um, while they're still filming a show and still have confessionals and things that they're going to have to do. So I think he's probably going to leave New York for a bit. I mean, he's going to have to do this reunion, whether he likes it or not. Cause that like, I don't think he doesn't have a job right now. He's not working for Loverboy, and, um, he's an investor, Abby. <laughs> true. And I don't know what he's invested in, but I would imagine, you know, they basically, they say like Bravo kind of holds you hostage for the reunions. Cause that's where the big, like chunk of your payment comes from is attending the reunion so he's gonna have to uh yeah it's gonna be i mean it's gonna be bad uh <laughs> other summer house related things i do want to mention this little fun tidbit so we have some newbies on the cast one of them is wes wilson um it turns out i found out that he is from columbia missouri m-i-z you guys know we're mizzou alum and his mother happens to be the ob of one of our friends so how crazy is that shout out to christina so we will share any inside columbia tea we get on west but apparently him and sierra based on seem to have some flirtation on social media and have been seen being chummy together so we will see what that looks like oh Last thing I want to end on in terms of Brad House, and I feel like we may have covered it all, is your predictions on Winter House, because Winter House will be coming after Summer House. That tends to happen. Do you, <laughs> Lindsay will likely be back on the cast, I would imagine, for Winter House. God, will she? Um, she'll show up if she's invited, which I'm imagining she will be. I, I wonder what they will do with Winter House, because, you know, none of the Southern Charm guys we're on the last one that they just mm -hmm. filmed this like early spring. Um, so, oh God, but like, so would she, yeah, is she gonna be I could fun? see her doing it. I could see her doing it as an escape. I'm single. Let, let's just go. Like, I yeah. think I could, if anyone were to do it, I could see her doing it. Yeah. I don't know if she should, but I, she'll do it. <laughs> I don't know who else will be on there. She'll probably end up hooking up with like a below deck guy. Yeah, so I just see her it's like, fuck this, I'm single now, I was supposed to get married, but here I am yeah. now skiing off into the sunset with my below deck hottie, like, I don't know, but I could see it as well, so Man. stay tuned. She should have gone with Jason. Jason. <laughs> yeah, well, Jason was messy in a different way. I, he was like messy, like thirsty. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think him and Giselle are still a thing. But no, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that fizzle. No. But yes. Um, wow. What a week, guys. What a week. Have a great Labor Day, everyone. Yes. Have a great weekend. And hopefully you're listening to us as an escape to be away from your family. And if you are <laughs> listening to us for a form of escapism, do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating or written review. My goal is to get to 1,000 by BravoCon. Our goal, I should say. And you guys are doing great, sweetie. We're seeing them. We're loving them. Um, again, I gave some of these shout outs earlier this week. I'm going to give them to you again. TT, CJ, um, El Santele, uh, Gigi. Like, yes, thanks. Thank you. So continue. Do your part. 
You don't want to be missing out. No one wants FOMO. No one wants review FOMO. So do your part. Leave five stars and leave a written review, okay? Um, And you know what? Make it a good day or not. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.